Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by It's Untamed Beauty. What is It's Untamed Beauty? It is a lifestyle. It is about sexuality, self-love, self-care, good vibes, energy cleansing. That is everything in one place. You got waist beads, crystals, sage, everything to just make positive stuff happen. So go to itsuntamedbeauty.com. Use Coco 10 to receive 10% off of your entire order. And I love my waist beads. I love being able to live in a positive space because I use my sage and crystals to, you know, manifest the things I want in my life. So go ahead, Coco 10, it's untamedbeauty.com. What's up, guys? This is your girl, Coco, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Kiki with Coco. If you are new to the show, let me just tell you a little bit about it. Basically, my friends or I have guests come on the show and we kiki about whatever the topic of the episode is. Um, it's about life in general with an emphasis on a relationship on relationships. So I think everybody can gain something from this podcast. And so um, here today I have a recur- reoccurring guest, Tyson. Say what's up. Hey y'all, I'm back and I'm better. <laughs> okay, girl. <laughs> so we gonna start it off with the drink with cocoa. If y'all listen to the insecure much episode, you know Tyson ain't got no drink. <laughs> but I have me a drink and it is called the mm. Suicide Squad. Ooh, what's in that? Girl, hold give on. it the rundown. Rundown. So the rundown is it is blue curacao, mm. peach, peach tree schnapps, rum, vodka, grenadine, and ginger ale. And Hold up. Wait a minute. Hmm. Because I'm not no drinker, but I'm pretty sure rum is an alcohol and vodka is an alcohol. Mm-hmm. And you put them both in one drink. Yeah. Do I sound like somebody mama right now? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's why it's called the Suicide Squad, because you got two liquors, plus Blue Curacao and Peach Schnapps also has a tidbit of liquor in that, alcohol in that as well. So, um, but it tastes really good. So, of course, I will be posting about this here drink for you guys to try it out. So I did switch it up. I didn't have any peach schnapps. So I used triple sec, which is like an orange flavor. And I forgot to get ginger ale and I had seven ups. I used seven up, but still tasty. You know what? It low key looks a little good. I'm not a drinker y'all, but if y'all could see it, it do look fun to sip on. 
Yeah, it's a good, fun drink to sip on with your friends. Y'all, y'all having a little kiki session of your own. And, you know, it's like, oh, let's have some drinks. But you want to do something different from mimosas or just like whatever y'all standard drink is, you know. Switch it up a little bit. It's good. Yeah. So I will be sure to drop the the drink information on my page and in the show on the Instagram page in the show description. So try it out. Let me know what y'all think about it. And we are gonna move over into the hot topic. Or I kind of been trying to think of a new name for the hot topic seg- segment, and maybe we'll change it to Word on the Street. What do you think? I like Word on the Street because that's centered around like, okay, what's what's what people talking about, mm-hmm. and it's always the hot the hot guy. So yeah, okay, like on the so Word on the Street is. August Alcina and Jada Pinkett Smith had an affair for years. <laughs> and let me just say this. I've been heard about this years ago, but I chose to ignore it because my good sis Jada, I just don't want to believe that they out here in these streets like this. I don't want to believe this. So I feel like for years, we have heard that Will and Jada had some type of open marriage or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, they say that they are life partners. They're not just husband and wife. And um, I guess maybe that extends to them being with other people romantically. And so if you haven't heard the interview that August Alcina did with Angela Yee, he basically said, you know, she asked the question about Jada mm-hmm. and how there has been speculation that they have, you know, dated in the past. And he opened up and said, yes, they dated for some years. He gave a lot of himself to that relationship and he had Will's uh, blessing to do this. Now, to me, if they have this open relationship like everybody thinks they do, then uh-huh. this don't sound far-fetched. No, it don't. But they have had their people speak for them and they are mm-hmm. not jiving with what's being said. They're completely, like, denying it all. Yeah, and then Jada is like, but I feel like maybe it's some truth to the situation because Jada mm-hmm. is like, some healing needs to be done and she's going to bring herself to the red table. Which I gagged because everybody was already making jokes about, because you know how her demeanor is on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so everybody was already making jokes about her going to bring it, like bringing herself to the red table. And then she really tweeted that she was going to bring herself to the red table. <laughs> So it's like the internet wins again. Yes, y'all be forecasting, but um, I definitely want to hear what she has to say. I wonder yes. if she's going to like brush it off like this was just a one-off type situation and he was just around our family a lot or just mm-hmm. completely deny the whole thing. I feel like if they their reps sounds like they're the ones who are confirming it's a, like it's not true mm-hmm. 
So my thing is she can't go on Red Table Talk and say something else unless those articles were like lying about about them denying it. So I'm like, she has to come on there and say either completely not true or maybe he was seeing this all in his head. And once she caught riff of it, she was like, let me stop talking to him or being around him. But I don't know. I feel like in the pictures that I've seen of them together, they mm-hmm. definitely look more than just you just a family friend. Because if he was a family friend, like, so when they had the picture of them at the BET Awards, I want to say in 2018, they mm-hmm. went together. Now, why would y'all go yeah. together? One. Family friend, I ain't going to no public event with my family friend and being all hugged up on them. Uh-uh. Don't say hugged up now. When now, they hugged, say up. hugged up. Because if this was just a family friend, you getting a full, like my arm going to be around them and you going to get like a full frontal. Uh-huh. Her arm was around him and you got some like, she was to the Ooh. side. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. My thing is, okay, so to run it back, let's do the timeline. We start seeing August around them a lot more. And at first I was like, okay, you know how Jaden be having older friends or whatever. Yeah. Because you know, yeah, Jaden and Willow, they're a different type of breed. And so I'm like, okay, they have, yeah, they're very different. They have older friends. I'm thinking like, okay, they both into music. They both coming together, hanging out. And then I'm looking at Will and Jada and just their, the way they are in the public, they've reached the level of like mentoring. They've reached the level of like people coming to them. So then I saw it kind of morph into, I thought it was a, a, a mother-daughter, I mean a mother-son relationship in the beginning. And then that's when I started to hear the little rumors and stuff. But at first I thought, cause you know, August is always, was always in some mess. He was always beefing with somebody or always felt like somebody was coming for him. He even got into it with Chris and Trey songs and Jeremiah about a song back in the day. Like I thought it was them like taking him under their wing to like help them because you know, they all zen out and they know they energy and stuff. So when I saw the, the narrative shift to, and I want to say, I see a caption of his say something about like a second mom. I want to, I can't say 100%, but I feel like back in the day, I saw him say something along the lines of like family oriented, oriented. But then not too long ago, actually, he made an Instagram where he said Will punched him in the face when he was all swollen, but then he changed the caption. Then he came out with the song Nunya, and he had the text message thread with the lyrics as Jada's middle name, which is Corinne. So then that's when I'm like, okay, something shifty. And then I just ne- I stopped seeing them post pictures and together again. So. Mm-hmm. I feel like I honestly I don't want to believe August even though he came off completely sane in the interview I just feel like he lying <laughs> I don't you know, I, just, I just be you know I tell people I, I mind the business that pays me but yes, me um, that you know they put it out he put it out them 
Mm -hmm. So now all we can do is wait for Jada to put her two cent out there. But I just, honestly and truly, I don't get what people get from lying about what they doing behind closed doors. Me either. Because August, you're already a good a good singer or a good artist as is so -hmm. you don't need will and jada to pump yourself up you know what i'm saying like but i think go ahead i'm sorry but i think and and maybe maybe this could be one of those things like you know maybe he perceived it as one thing Mm. and that's not really what it was you know, maybe they never physically had sex with each other, but they they had a close relationship, like, you know, like good one-on-one time, but no physical. And another thing you got to think about, too, is um, I watched one of August's um, Breakfast Club interviews where he was talking about his mom mm-hmm. and how his mom, him and his mom have a horrible relationship i don't know if they still do i don't know if she alive or if they still got a bad one i watched his little documentary she Mm -hmm. has to be alive because okay interview with angela angela yee he talks Mm -hmm. about his mother seeing it her saying it it was beautiful whatever but the Uh documentary is like a five-part documentary and y'all can watch it on youtube but Mm -hmm. um it's a five-part documentary, and she's not in this documentary. They probably aren't on the same page, but I remember way back in the day, they definitely wasn't on the same page when he did that Breakfast Club yeah, interview. Yeah, I do remember uh, watching that. Uh, and I and that's why, and that's why I also felt like his relationship with Jada was like family-oriented because I feel like I remember him saying somewhere that Jada was there for him like a mother when he didn't have one. I, I just know I remember that from somewhere, but I can't put my finger on it. But I do remember him saying, like, his mom gave him the bird when he had nowhere to go. Like, he was walking in the rain, and she stopped, pulled over, flicked him off, and drove off while it was pouring <laughs> down. <laughs> that is yes, and, like, he was just saying, like, he don't – he was in the hospital, his mom and do this, that, and the third, like really just putting it all on Fun Street about how he has a horrible relationship. And then after that, that's when you started seeing him with Jada. And then also in a documentary, I believe Jada was a guest and she said like she was there, she met him through the kids and she saw that he was struggling, struggling. he was on drugs, this, that, and the third, like I honestly feel like he may or may may not just be seeing it a little bit differently than what's in reality because mm. mm. Jada need to hurry up and make it to that red table. That's all I know. I just think for me, in order for me to see any relationship in a different light, there has to be some physical to the equation for him to say mm. stuff like, you know, I gave my whole self to that relationship, you know, whatever. Cause if it's just somebody like, you know, I'm cool with, we, we can talk about whatever, like good, I, we can bounce ideas off of each other. 
Like that is just my friend. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I would a, say something a, like I gave my whole self to that relationship. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just like, and, mm-hmm. was y'all not physical? Was y'all physical? I guess the question at hand is, were y'all physical or were y'all not? Yeah. And it's also like he 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 specifically said in this most recent interview, he said that he talked to Will and no, he said they had moved into the period of being life partners without romanticism. He said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that. He said that. And then he said Will gave him his blessing and they did that. But it sounds from August's perspective, it sounds like Jada, and she even said this on Red Table Talk too. She said, Will can be on the other side of the house with somebody else, and then I could be on the other side of the house with somebody else, but we gonna be in this house together forever. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like they may dip it and do it with whoever they want, but August, after a certain period of time, he felt way more connected and after his sister died, he wanted to live life out loud. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like Jada probably ain't want to do that. Yeah, because they don't, they put it out there that they are a life partnership, but they have not elaborated on and what I've, that technically entails. But you know what, though? So I thought life partnership just meant like, okay, people value marriage. And then people think, oh, marriage is like the end all be all. But I feel like life partnership was like beyond marriage. Like you don't have to be married to be life partners. Mm-hmm. So I but they are thought legally. that, yeah, they are legally married. But I always thought that them, you know how they all deep in shit and just be saying stuff that's like on another atmosphere. I thought that was them using that reference as like saying, oh, we're beyond our marriage at this point. We've learned each other in a totally different way. We are partners. Not, okay, we in this thing legally. We got a boatload of money, so ain't no, ain't no use to try to divorce and separate all this out. We just going to be life partners. So like life partners to me, I, I, I thought about the same wavelength, like, you know, y'all are more than just husband and wife you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying like y'all are literally doing life together right and um and that's cool but (laughs) when August Alcina say that life partnership doesn't have the romanticism right into it so it's just like so y'all happy being together, y'all happy sharing life together, y'all happy sharing business together, but y'all don't have relations with each other. Which which confuses me. Right. So is that what this life it and I guess that's what I'm I want to hear Jada say on the show. Yes. Like, yes, yes. This is this is what our life life partnership entails and then you know, we seek the romantic part from other people, but we'll never leave each other. Right. I just, I know there are relationships that are, are like, they are completely unorthodox. But I just feel like we've seen romantic posts from each, from 
Egypt. them before. Yeah, recently though, right? Within the past couple of years, yeah. So I don't, I don't really know. I don't get any of that. And but they're also on the flip side is another rumor that Will Smith had this side piece as well and they have like all these pictures of them they're never like all over each other but it'll be like you know how two people are messing with each other they're in the same place they don't post a picture together but they may post the picture and you see the same painting in both of their pictures yeah yeah type of thing so and i was like i don't know if i 100 percent believe that because i thought he was filming mm-hmm. a show mm-hmm. or a movie and um so either way i feel like maybe Jada just picked the wrong person to have this extramarital affair with. For sure. Um, I just is a little... um, maybe there should have, even though he was a celebrity in his own right, maybe there should have been, a, what's it called, an NDA? <laughs> yeah, non-disclosure agreement. Yeah, maybe it should have been an NDA involved you know, um, so I, I'll definitely say maybe she thought because he wanted to keep certain parts of his life private from the world that this would be just between, you know, the arrangement would be just between them. And like you said, his sister died and he felt like he needed to share his life with the world. But the, what confuses me is also he's like, oh, I've lost money. I've lost business i lost this that and the third friends and maybe just like mean like to me because of how he seemed like he was so engrossed into this relationship not that they made him lose out on this money but his decision to maybe like miss shows or you know turn down shows or whatever to well honey a presence is what made him lose money or well, lose out on friends because he spent so much time with this woman. And maybe his friends was like, she a whole married woman. She ain't <laughs> leaving her husband for you. You know what I'm saying? And he just like, fuck y'all. I love her. Blah, 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 blah. And that's the thing to me. Like, if you messing with married people, you need not enter this situation thinking that this person is going to leave their spouse for you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Especially... If they got children and a life together now, if they don't have no children together, maybe you got a chance. But when they got children, that that's a whole nother ball game, and you might need the and they got buku money and they together. Yes, so you know, like you gotta just know you you know if you about to mess with somebody who's married, you know if they really bout it or if they just playing with you. Because they, the way they talk going to be different. The way they handle you going to be different. They're not going to be out with the husband. And she was out with yeah, the Yeah, it husband. didn't look like her and Will was separated, going through nothing. And I mean, that could just be a good front for the public. But uh-huh. it genuinely seemed like they have an understanding of right. what the relationship is. Mm-hmm. Which I think all we can do at this point is just wait to get more clarity. When Jada talked, we might be even more confused then. But Child, I feel I like you know you at the do. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just hope she just talk talk real clear and don't use no no metaphors or right. Me too because just be direct. This is a direct situation. But you know it's some, gonna be you know it's gonna be some, some I know shit. We ain't we ain't gonna get the story like we wanted. We ain't gonna get mm-hmm. just, yes we had an affair. It's gonna be <laughs> well you know. We looked at August and, you know, felt that we could be a good influence on his life. And, you know, it, it's it's going to be some old peaceful ass shit. <laughs> yeah. They don't come with no smoke for real. Mm-mm. Because if this was really real, I mean, if this was um, really fake and he make it all up, her tweet saying, I feel like there's some healing that needs to happen. I feel like I feel like it alludes. To something else being it. Yeah. Yeah. She got to say something because some healing. Maybe she's going to be like, you know what? Me and August shared one small kiss after having a very close relationship. And I 100% believe, I 100% believe that he took that and ran You all know what? And for that, I'm sorry, August. You know, that is going to wrap it up for for now. The August <laughs> Alcina and Jada debacle. But once she hit this red table, we will be back with the word on the street, guys. Part two. Yep, there will be a part two. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to go ahead and take a quick break. Hey, guys, this is Coco. If you're anything like me, taking care of your hair is very important. I recently started using a new hair care line called 312 Essentials. It is plant-based. There are no harsh chemicals and it stimulates growth. And as I mentioned, I just started using it, but it brought so much moisture back into my hair. My curls were popping after I used the Moisture Plus Shampoo and Conditioner plus the healthy hair oil. Go check out 312essentials.com and use promo code SHOP312 and get 20% off of your first order. This is not something you want to sleep on. So go ahead, check it out, and do something nice for your hair. And now we are going to hop into the hot cup of cocoa this week. Um, this week's hot cup of cocoa is all about friends, friends that uplift you, and friends that you need to let go. So let's squat up. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, when I have friends, uh, my friends mean a lot to me because I've mm-hmm. been away from my actual family for so long. It's mm-hmm. like I have had to meet people after people after people and make these little, you know, bonds every couple years or whatever. And, you know, so I really hold my friends near and dear to me. And if I consider you a friend, I consider you family. Um, friends to me are people that I can just be my true, genuine self around. And if I feel like I cannot be my 
if I cannot be my my actual self, then um, you know, maybe I need to reevaluate the friendship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I take friendship like really seriously. And I feel like there's levels of friendships that I have. Um, but even at the like the smallest point, like if I consider you a friend, I care about you. I may not talk to you like all the time, but I'm still able to be myself around you and vice versa. And um, we can be there for each other in that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I believe in the extension of like uh, your friends being an extension of family. Um, and that sometimes your friends can be closer to you than your family, your blood family as well. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think, um, what's the saying, uh, what is thicker than blood or blood is thicker than water? Or... This blood is thicker than water. That's what your, your hate and family members tell you when you get too close to your friend. <laughs> oh, true, true. Um, and in some instances, water is thicker than blood. Um, I think because when you have friends, they, some, I, I feel like good friends don't want nothing from you but to be your friend and be there for yeah. you, support you and vice versa. And mm-hmm. so to me, that is like, I'm a always, you know, ride for my friends. You know for what sure. I mean? Like what you need, I'm here. What you need me to support, you need me to promote. Like I'm going to, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And you know, I expect for my friends to ride the same for me. And I have fallen out with friends over the years. And I have had some friends on this show that I have fallen out with for years. Oh, really? Yes. Like my best friend, Andrea, Mm -hmm. we met freshman year of high school. And it was me, her, and this other girl. I still like friends with that other girl. Like, (laughs) negative <laughs> but um we met freshman year high school it was three of us we was like the three amigos and you know we fell out over stupid high school stuff you know whatever and i think it was when facebook came around the end of freshman year and um she had posted a picture going to prime and i was like oh, you look pretty like we add each other's friends on facebook and I was like, oh, you look pretty, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. then a few years later, when I was stationed in Virginia, so I'm at my second duty station in Virginia. And, or no, it was towards the end of me leaving my first duty station going to Virginia. And I saw her, that she was in Virginia. And so I was like, oh, girl, I'm going to be out there. You know, we got to link up, you know, when I get there, you know, whatever. Whatever. And Mm -hmm. I literally drove into town and, you know, I went to check in with my office just to be like, hey, I'm here, you know, whatever. After I left that office, I went by her house and we've been friends ever since. You know what I'm saying? And so, and that's like Mm -hmm. my best friend. Uh, It's a, a girl, Alex M. She was on the show. We met at our first duty station Mm -hmm. and uh, we was like close. And then something happened and we cut it off. And then, 
you know, as we grow, it, it, it took a, and we worked in the same office, saw each other every day, and it took us two years to say two words to each other. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was definitely in some instances very uncomfortable <laughs> but um and now we cool you know what i'm saying like we could be she been on the show we could be around each other and everything would be cool <laughs> um yeah and these are like your like bestest friends uh, me and Alex M are not best friends anymore, but we're, I will definitely say we are in a way better place um, than what we were before. So shout out to Alex M. You know, I appreciate <laughs> you for supporting me, girl. Can't wait to see you. I think next summer when I come to Atlanta for the wedding. But, um, you know, I I honestly have had a lot of people in my life where it's just been like, maybe I felt like they did something wrong to me mm-hmm. and I cut them off. Mm-hmm. And later on, it, like I'm always the type of person who can kind of self-reflect and see where I went wrong in a situation. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And um, with the Alex M, it took a while for me to get to that place. Um, and with a few other people, it may have taken me a while to get to that place to be like, I know where I went wrong, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I, I think it's all a part of growing pains, you know, what yeah. I'm saying? you never realize the, when you're in your early twenties, you don't necessarily realize like the true meaning of friendship, you know, you just like, oh, she did me wrong. Fuck her. You know what I'm saying? But then. I guess that's where I'm at. Yeah, I haven't. I I think I'm a little too harsh maybe to cut somebody off or too like quick to cut somebody off. But I am working on it. But sometimes when I be feeling like I did nothing wrong and somebody did something to me, Mm-mm. It's like, how dare you? Yeah, I wish I would even look in your direction again. You are dead to me. Dead. But literally, uh, 2018 is where I was like starting to try to like, you know, be better and not cut people off. Because honey, I cut family members off. Like, like Family can get cut off quick with me. And it's easy. It's easy to cut their ass off. And it's it's sad because I'd be like, oh, okay, well, no one bites the dust. But then I was like, let me try to be better. Let me try to do this. And so, and I always took friendship seriously and stuff. But I guess I never got to the point where I can understand, okay, what needs to be forgiven? What needs to be let go? What needs to just be, it, it is what it is. And then wrap it up forever or just give it some space or what. That's where I'm at right now because... I just, again, be feeling like, I know I'm not all knowing and I'm not always right, but I am never wrong. I will say that. So it just be like, when people do something to me, I'd be like, why should I be the bigger person and be like, okay, never mind, I forgive you? Um, some, I feel like if you were 
real friends from the get-go. Sometimes time does heal all wounds. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said with Andrea, it took us some years. It, it took us a long time. Like freshman year of high school, we we didn't even make it past, I want to say three months into our friendship before we fell out. But it took <laughs> us... <laughs> what yeah like and we went hard them three months that we was friends we went hard in the pain oh i could believe it i've made friends and been like (laughs) this within a week yes me and andrea and that other girl went hard in the paint and uh like i said we became friends on facebook and you know, oh, you look cute, girl, you know, whatever. And then, you know, just, and that's in high school still, the end of high school. And mm-hmm. it took us, so I didn't come to the military for a year. What was it? A year, a year and a half after high school. So that's a year and a half. And then I did six months of training. So that's two years. And then I spent three years at my first base. So that's like five years. So it literally took us five years from the point of us starting to communicate with each other to even get to the point where it was just like, okay, we can tolerate each other. (laughs) But I'm trying to figure out what happened freshman year that was that wild and crazy to where y'all beefed out like that after three months girl just being dumb just high school (laughs) high school drama child high school drama so if i could clarify y'all was best friends for three months got into it and literally from that moment y'all got into it up until the five years later that's when y'all became back cool again Mm -hmm. damn yep (laughs) um and like I said, me and Alex M, we worked in the same office for three years. <laughs> Which that tickles me. <laughs> that tickles the hell out of me. And we did not work for two years. And in three years that we worked together. <laughs> A mess. Great. It would be tense in that office someday. Honey, and I can feel it because another bad quality of mine is I'm a grudge holder. Oh, same. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even, like, ask you to pass me a pencil, honey. I would literally walk all the way somewhere else or do go all the way out of my way just so I don't have to talk to you. Oh, facts. It's, facts. It's, it's sad. It's, sad. it's, it's crazy that you do this with people that you have to be around. <laughs> right. Dead ass. Like, I was beefing with a coworker, and literally she was the only one who knew how to do something in the office. I literally ended up like coming up with some lie to my leadership, not uh, to my leadership, but to whoever I was talking to just so I don't have to ask them. I was like, no, no one else knows how to do it. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> doesn't, no, she did something different. That was not it. So we, <laughs> we was trying to do VTC. We ended up doing, no, we were, they wanted to do the Zoom connection. I was like, no, we gonna have to do VTC because no one else knows how to work the Zoom account. <laughs> Just so I don't have to talk to her. But no, I'm a grudge holder. But that's good that y'all are able to come back around. Five years is a long ass time. Did it feel like y'all were like picked back right up? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's like we we never missed a beat, and that's my sister from another mister. <laughs> like honestly, I don't know. Even though we are thousands of miles apart, I don't know what I would do without Andrea in my life. She is like my my sounding board. You know, um, when I was going through my divorce, and I I feel like going through my divorce might have been the most emotional. I have ever been in life. So if mm. anybody knows me, they know me as this strong person. I'm smiling all the time. Like, you know, I had one person tell me, I would never know you was going through anything. Like you come to work and you so peppy and you smile and you talk to everybody. And it's just like, yeah, I'd be going through it at home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like, that was probably the most emotional I had ever been, and I will say emotional to the effect that it did start leaking into my work. Like my supervisor Mm -hmm. even said to me one day, he was like, where are you? He was like, I'm looking for you and you're nowhere to be found. You're gone for hours at a time. Like I would be in the office, just not at my desk working. (laughs) You'd be in the bathroom somewhere? I'd be somewhere crying. Mm -hmm. Like distraught. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, um, and then to say like he and I still lived together while we were separated. So mm-hmm. for it not to be any separation of like physical separation from each other, it was difficult. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so I would call her every day almost and just cry. I probably wouldn't even be saying words. I would just be crying. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Lala. During that time, Lala was like, "You want me to beat him up?" I can get somebody beat him up. You know what I'm saying? Like, she met him while he and I were separated. And she was mm-hmm. like, um, I don't want to have lunch with him. And I was like, it's going to be okay. You know, whatever. She was like, I can have somebody meet us outside the restaurant. I'm like, no, no, no. Let's be nice now. Let's be nice. Right. You know what I'm saying? But... I will say the majority of my friends, I'm not going to say the majority, all of my friends who I hold near and dear to me, I think I'm the most docile of them all. So my friends are always ready to fight for me. (laughs) And for my friends that are more docile than me, I be ready to fight for them. I be Uh like, where she at? (laughs) Yeah. I can't. The day I see Coco about to square up with somebody, I know they did some wild ass. I literally did look that. I can't remember exactly what the situation was, but somebody said something smart or some type of situation, and he was like, mm, "Okay, child, <laughs> you just so nonchalant. You will go, mm, I guess, in a minute." <laughs> <laughs> and just let something brush off. Be like, hmm, okay. Because it, it does take a lot for me to, it, it take a lot for me to be ready to fight somebody. And so it's one of those things like, I always try and be nice to people, even, even when they are not nice to me. Mm-hmm. Like I had a situation recently, not too long ago. Um, I, it was perceived that I did something to somebody. And mm-hmm. it's just like, well, if you talk to me, you would know my intentions, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, so when I realized that this person was offended by my actions, you know, I said, let me message this person and apologize. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) And so I'm like, hey, I just want to apologize. I want to thank you for welcoming me into your home, you know, whatever. I, I mean, I thought because I wasn't necessarily for certain about why she was upset, but it was just like, you know, let me apologize to you because I right the feel away. And she came at me, she came back all type of sideways in her response. And I literally started to make, like, the fingers was like, <laughs> like, you got me fucked up. You uh-huh. know? And I was just like, you know what? No, say something nice. You know, I, I get that you feel the way you feel. Like, I really started to message back nicely. But mm-hmm. then I was just like, no. Because this person got it in her head that she don't want to hear what I have to say anyway. Exactly. And I feel like even if I respond nicely or nasty, she's going to respond nasty to me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to want to fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yes. I'm not, I'm not a fighter. Mm-hmm. But I'll do what I have to do. You know That's I mean? me. But in that instance, homegirl could have got the Yes. Yes. Like, what what is you doing? What What do you get out of coming at me like this when the situation? Right. Yes. If you really felt a way about the situation, you could have been a grown woman, grown, and messaged me and said, "Hey, I didn't like how this went down. I felt this way X Y Z, and we could have had a conversation." You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But you came at me sideways and it immediately put me on the defense because it's just like, right. I don't want you that way for you to come mm-hmm. at me. So then it's just like, now I want to fight. And it's also and like, that, okay. And that's, that's the main reason why I just brush a lot of stuff off because mm-hmm. I know I can go from zero to a hundred real fast. Mm-hmm. And so like, and people be like, oh, you handled that so nicely. I'm like, in my head, I had to calm myself down because, uh-huh. you know, I was, I was ready to blow the motherfucker up. Mm-hmm. And, sometimes, and sometimes my mama do not make it no better. <laughs> <laughs> Was she be encouraging you to go crazy? My mama be the man. Uh-uh. I'm going to tell you one time my mama told me, she said, I did not raise no punk. Oh. And when she said that, I said, you damn right. Rena didn't raise no punk. <laughs> and from that day on, anybody can get it. <laughs> yes. Yes. When, I, I, told, when daddy... I told my mom about that situation, my mom was like, uh-uh, you from Chicago. I was like, <laughs> period. <laughs> period. Period. That's so true. Like, I don't so give true. a fuck where you from. We gonna, we gonna fight. <laughs> and that's my thing, too. I remember when I was younger, um, my sister had just got kicked off the bus because she was defending my brother and she had slapped this boy. And my, my dad was like, that's what she's supposed to do. You don't mess with nobody. You don't start with nobody. But if they come for you, you better beat their ass to the white meat show. And I remember being like nine years old, like, oh my God, daddy. <laughs> but that's true. I'm not no fighter. I'm not about to even overexert myself. I done did the whole about to start uh, texting a whole bunch of nonsense and then delete it all because I don't like to do too much of this right here. All that talking. Me either, chair. 
because I just really would like to lay hands. And I honestly haven't been in a fight with females before, but I done fought some niggas. Oh, my bad. I done fought some dudes. And it's all been for my family. And they all been grown men. Like, this is before I was uh, of legal age, both times. And at that point, it's like I'm on go. So when it comes to, like, fighting, like, people who are friends or, like, people who I'm cool with, something in me wants to just, like, hold back a little bit because I know once I take it there, there's no coming back from it. Facts. That's, why, we that's go- why when people be like, I don't understand, Coco, how you just be so calm. And I'd be like, because I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it to a place. I'm just going to take it way out of context. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be I'm like, they're like, all it's, of this going to be way worse than the person maybe anticipated. They, they thought they were going to come at my head. And I literally came at their head. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I just, that's why I just be chill. Mm-hmm. You know, I be wanting to keep the peace because if I have to be, I will be about that life. Honestly, I always I say I sometimes it be the military that save these people. <laughs> Come on now. Hmm. Come on. Cause if it if it wasn't for me being up for promotion <laughs> this Ooh. year. No, let let me just say, if I wasn't far up in my career, right? If if I was an airman, a little baby airman, just came in the military, then I got some room to play around, be some ass. But mm-hmm. I am a leader. I'm oh, come on, come on! I have to be better. I have to be. I have to set the example. Yes. Physically fighting is not the way to go. Besides my money. <laughs> right. Honey, and that's a whole nother topic. At, the, at this point, I can't afford to get no demotions. Mm-hmm. I need promotions only. Mm-hmm. Um, you ain't about to fuck up my money. And that's, money is literally the only. Because <laughs> it's not the military. If I could fight somebody and no one would find out, Honey, left and right, that coat, ooh, I would have gave her the business. But it's the sheer fact that I need my money and I need it now. Thanks. So that's, y'all be grateful for money. Yeah. I feel like we just went a whole nother way. <laughs> we sure did, but the title of the episode is Squad Up, so. <laughs> yeah. Period. Everybody can. But, uh, <laughs> dead as. But I choose to be a lover. I don't want to be a, like I honestly, I don't even like to talk about like the you know the 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 pre-fight things that happen. Like you start to get rowdy, you start to talk a little bit, you start to move around, start taking stuff off. I don't even like to do all of that. I like try to visual visualize myself like getting ready to fight, and I'd be like, that's a mess. So I don't even like to put myself in that situation. Yeah, like I said, it, it definitely came down to. In that that situation, and 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 that was another thing. I was just like, I'm in my thirties. Why why is fighting a thought? <laughs> this is not loving hip hop Atlanta, girl. This this is not no reality. This is life. 
And I used to be like, when I would watch, when I initially started watching reality TV, I was just like, why are you hanging around people you don't fool with anyway? Mm, that's the the bigger T. They got people who not like, really. I don't fool with you. I don't give two fucks about how many friends we got in common. I'm not going to be around you. And that's on periods. Period. Poo. <laughs> like, no. Mm-mm. I'm not. I cannot. I cannot be out here just <laughs> fighting. But no. I definitely have friends that are about that life. Yeah. And Lala, in that situation, Lala was like, you taught, she was like, you really taught me. You don't got to entertain these bitches. I'm like, you sure don't. You sure do not. <laughs> like, you just ignore their ass. You just be silent on their asses. I'm like, exactly. Mm-hmm. Just be silent. It's no need to, to poke the bear. You know what I'm saying? Like, And that's another to roll it back into friendship. Mm-hmm. That's another good thing about friendship is to be able to help each other grow mm-hmm. and be better because sometimes your friends who you're with majority of the time and they know you like the back of your hand, like the back of their hand, they will point out things you need to work on or things other people don't say to them. Because like how I was saying with like friendships, like I have like levels of friendships and there are some people where it's like completely like out of whack. I'm okay. I'm gonna tell you about yourself. But there's some things like okay, we not really cool like that. I'm not gonna overexert myself and tell you like this, that, and the third. But if we like really like this, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you if your ass stank. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna just I'm gonna tell you everything, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna try to be as nice as possible as I can. But whatever I feel like is holding you back or something I feel like you could flourish at or whatever the case may be, I'm going to try to help you. And I want a friend who would do the same for me. Yeah. Like I, I will definitely say, um, the pat like not to say like my friends have not been on a very positive tip in general, but Mm -hmm. I think over the past year, like everybody has just been moving like, I need, you know, moving with side hustles, trying to like really just figure out, you know, what what they enjoy doing, which I think yeah. is important for people to find out what they are passionate about. And mm-hmm. I tell you, my friends have literally been making moves this past year, and I couldn't be happier to support my friends and what they have going on and like. Like, literally, when me and my friends get together, like, we strategizing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, where, what you, where you at with this? You know what I'm saying? Like, even with you, where you at with the YouTube? And I appreciate when you asked me that. It gave me a little bit of anxiety each time. But I appreciate that reminder because you, I need people to check me and be like, girl, what is you doing? Like, girl, this... I will tell you, coming up with content, trying to get people to be on the show is definitely not the easiest thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's a little nerve wracking to step outside of yourself and be like, Mm -hmm. 
you know, especially reaching out to people that you don't necessarily talk to on a regular basis, you know, um, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy getting into this social media, um, community is it's just Mm-mm. not you know what I'm saying because I feel like there are so many people out there trying to do different things you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? trying to do some of the same things that it's just like okay well how can I make myself stand out you know right but and then if you mm-hmm. I was listening to um Yvonne Orgy and mm-hmm. um she has a podcast with Lovey Ajayi, and mm-hmm. it's called Jesus and Jalof. And I feel like I talked about this on a previous episode. Yeah, you did. Uh, okay. Yeah, so on there, they talk a, a lot about their struggles getting into the entertainment business and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And one of the things that they said was, we are not here because we are the best. We are here because we stuck with it. You know what I'm saying? And that resonated with me because I may not be the best podcast out there, even though I'm pretty dope. Um, Yes, ma'am. You know, I may not be the best podcaster out there, but I'm, I'm being consistent. It's not easy to be consistent, but I'm being consistent. Yes, you really you know are. And hopefully somebody will recognize the effort that I'm putting into this and put me on. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I also understand this ain't no overnight success. It's mm-hmm. going to take some time for it to blow up the way I would like for it to blow up. But mm-hmm. I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So, um, and that's one thing I can say about my friends. Like, you know, we we all doing different stuff. Like, Lala is selling waist beads and, you know, just positive vibes. You know, you got your YouTube when some new episodes air. Um, you know, Andrea got her poetry. You know, Alex M is doing personal training. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I feel like all of my friends are doing something positive. My friend Tierra is starting to do hair. And the girl can mm-hmm. do her own damn braids. So you know she official. So she so she official. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, all of my friends are trying to figure out what is best, what is yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, and it's okay, but I'm going to support each and every one of them, whether you just start now or whether it's you you get to the top pinnacle. I'm going to be right As there. As you should. Mm-hmm. As you should. We you riding be- down together. Exactly. I was just about to say, you got to be that support system for, for them, especially if they are in the very beginning um, moments because that's when you start to doubt yourself the most is when you first start to do something Mm -hmm. so you need people in your circle that are encouraging you or helping you come up with ideas or that are there to like offer any like physical help as they can like you need those types of people and you need people like yourself who are going to hold you accountable and be like sis where's the material (laughs) even though I cringe every single time because I know better. I should do better. But I'm just like. And I I get we get busy. But Mm -hmm. I don't. You know what? 
I'm gonna tell you now. I don't want to hear no excuses no more. I know. I know, know why? I know. Because I just took statistics class, and that class was the most effort I put into any class. I worked <gasps> in that class multiple times in a week. You know what I'm saying? And still put podcasts out on time. Yeah, yeah you did. Damn. So I, I don't want to hear nothing. Nothing about nothing. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> noted noted all you the way do it girl you better it is hella content out there right now for you to be putting out there i know uh damn you can you can do a mukbang yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah you might have to do it from a distance like so on the zoom but mm. you can record the video you can edit it i know you know how to edit video you can edit it make it Throw up the YouTube name, whatever, you know, uh -huh. the Twitter. Mm. You, you got this. Oh, thank you. No excuses. You're right. You are 100%. I feel like, look, I'm just right. going to put it out there within the next month. And I'm going to give you a month. That's a lot of time. Yeah, that's a lot of time. And I'm only having a one episode in one month. But I'm telling you, once you get started, mm -hmm. you just got to keep that momentum. You're right. You are right. My problem is once I find a roadblock, if I already have other things going on in my atmosphere, What's it becomes... Well, I was telling you uh, the like technical difficulties I was having with my camera and it not like uploading correctly to YouTube. So I could not for the life of me figure out how to fix that. I was Googling YouTube and everything and I couldn't find an answer. So that was just making me like, I don't want to post nothing if my videos are going to be looking all raggedy. So that was number one. Then number two, well, I was. I need to outsource mm -hmm. Fiverr for the, for the low. What? Fiverr. So Fiverr is a website that you can go and oh. freelance work. Mm -hmm. That's where I got my. For the low. Yeah, that's where I got my um, intro done from Fiverr. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I didn't think about doing that for like them trying to figure out how to fix my uploading. I could probably check that out too. Because mm -hmm. you're right. It's, it's no more excuses. There's been months that's passed by. I don't I've been wasted so much time, so much material content. Yeah, you don't mm. lost out on valuable content, yeah. Because there's know. plenty of it out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna get right. Next time y'all see me or hear me on Kiki and Wakoko, I'm gonna have some links to drop. Boo, boo. Yes, please do. Please do. <laughs> uh, yes. I feel like that's how friends should be with each other. Like, it's not going no. to be easy to mm -hmm. hear some things. Some things may be a little rougher than others, you mm -hmm. know, but it's all about motivating each other to get to that next level, motivating mm -hmm. each other to get outside of yourself, you know, yeah. and do something bigger and greater. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes it consists, friendship sometimes consists of you needing to be there to fight the good fight yeah mm -hmm. shout out to all my friends that be willing to fight for me kim k um, <laughs> <laughs> you 
Kim Keisha. Kim Keisha. <laughs> oh my gosh, I gotta say her full name because it just rang so nice. Like Kim Keisha. Don't do her. Kim, I keep it at Kim K. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I I will really say I have some riders on my team. Good, you know, good. I'm appreciative for all my friends. And I know I did not shout everybody out because like I said, all my friends are my family. And um that's just that's just how I see my friends. Um mm-hmm. those are the people that I'm most vulnerable with. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm appreciative for my friends allowing me the space to be vulnerable with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, that's another thing. I don't think I'm really vulnerable with anyone other than, like, my mom and my boyfriend. Shout out because... to Darius Lovehoff. <laughs> Shout out to Darius Lovehoff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! He only gonna be Darius Lovehoff for another thirty days, probably. He gonna be some other black character from a movie, but but yeah. Darius Lovehoff is one of my favorites, so I'll let him be for now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like my friendship history, like when I was in the fifth grade, I made a really great friend. Um. Shout out to Cece, uh, Sierra. We were like like this. And then we went to different schools after middle school. So we stopped hanging out with each other. And then I made another really great friend. She was my best friend, um, Victoria. Shout out to you, Vicky. Um, but then I went to the military. And even before that, I had moved. And we just fell off. Like she, went, she had like a completely different life where she kind of like kind of changed a little bit and I was like off doing whatever I was doing so we fell off and then from there I never really had any best friends again until I until like 2018 and then that fell off and then I made an, another really great friend best friend and I felt like kind of how you were talking but then then I met someone where I was just like oh my gosh this is my soul sister like we are literally the same and then I don't know I'm just like coming into this point where like I have friends I have close friends but I don't ever feel like getting like super vulnerable because it's like when I think we are like a certain type of relationship then something happens and I'm like well damn I did not think of you to be like this and so what if I spilled the beans about you know wanting to have that vulnerable moment and now it's like okay we're not even friends no more that's my dumb one of those things like um you have to you have to know your friends and know how to interact with them Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i'm vulnerable with all my friends like with lala I know she is the type of person who is quick to be like, fuck him, sis. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you don't want to be like that. You no. Know what I'm but I also know, like, if, if, if I go to her and I am distraught, and which I have gone to her and been, mm-hmm. like, hurt 
because of something that a dude has done to me. And yeah, in that moment, I have to hear her harshly be like, well, fuck him. I don't want to hear no more about him. And not necessarily she don't want to hear no more about him. But... Uh, like she wants you to be done with him. Right. She, you, you get the sense that she wants you to be done with this person. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And... You know, sometimes you don't you don't be done. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you don't. Let let's be real. You don't be done. Sometimes it takes you a little minute to get that pop in the head, like uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Like, okay. Take you a moment, but Mm -hmm. you know, I know she has my best interest at heart. Mm -hmm. Because if that's one thing, like Lala is a strong individual. Mm-hmm. And she don't she don't stand for disrespect. Mm-hmm. So if anybody does anything to me, she ready to to go off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the pop off queen. I can count on her to pop off. You yeah. Know what I'm and Tierra is the same way. Tierra Tierra is pop off queen. Them two together pop off queens. <laughs> yeah. <You know what I'm laughs> I'm happy that I have that in my corner because that's not always my first instinct. Mm-hmm. You know, my first instinct is to, well, my first instinct is always to turn up. But my second instinct, which prevails over the first instinct, is to just uh, be calm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bring it down. Bring it down Talk to <laughs> But um, I think out of out of my friend group, Th- those two, that friend group, I am the the calm one, the voice mm-hmm. of reason. Mm-hmm. Um, in some friend groups, I'm the pop off queen. You know what I'm saying? I'm I be ready. But like mm-hmm. I said, for the friends I have that are more docile than me, I'm with the shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I just feel like, and I, I think that's with any friend. You don't want nobody to do your friend wrong, right? You know, and so um, I just be ready to to turn up if that's what what it calls for. And then mm-hmm. in certain instances, you know, my friends are the one that's the, that's the turn ups, and I'm the one that's just like, okay, let's be peaceful, guys. You know, um, <laughs> and we all we all need those people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because sometimes there's a time there is a time to turn up. And sometimes it's the place that calls you not to be, not to be the time, but you know, like work, but, (laughs) but you know, I, I think we all go through that. It's like, as you learn yourself, you learn the type of people that you need to surround yourself with. Facts. For sure. I've like definitely started to, because I, I, I'll i say I've had two childhood best friends, and that would be Cece and uh, Vicky. Mm-hmm. And then after that, like, that's a whole nother episode, but I went down this, to sum it up, a dark hole where I literally did not have any friends. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it wasn't, in, yeah, like for a couple, a few years. And then that's when I went to, when I, went to Korea and I met all of you like that was like the most like friendship that I had in a while and it was a big group and within the group I like had different type of friendships 
with, you know, for, with everyone. And one thing I loved about our friendship is like, we didn't hang out like all the time or anything like that, but it'll be those little moments where we just sit up and watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, or we just get to talking literally for like a long, long time out of like, probably was talking about the color of the wall and then just end up being <laughs> a two hour conversation. And I love those little moments where you don't have to be around your friend all the time, but when you are around them, it's like good conversation. It's always fun. We, we could have deep conversations and then we could have like um, bullshit conversations like watching TV. And then I also like had a friend where we were like together all the time. And it's like, you need those different types of friendships. Oh, and sure. And as I was, like, learning more about myself, I was also learning, like, some of the stuff that I was going through is, like, in friendships is, like, stuff you I shouldn't be going through as, like, a 20-year-old or a 21-year-old or a 22-year-old, like. But some of the, so I'll say this, like, coming to the military, it puts, it, it makes things totally different. The mm-hmm. atmosphere is different. Um, and how you interact with people are different. You know what mm-hmm. I'm as you're growing up, you have friends. Now, I have people that are acquaintances now who mm-hmm. I was best friends with as a child. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it's because we outgrew each other. You know what I'm saying? The friends I had in high school are different from my friends I had in elementary and middle school. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Some of those people are still my friends today. Shout out to Sade. I've been for, and I never talk about Sade. And people, and I think people don't realize I have this best friend named Sade who I have been friends with since I was 11 years old. I, mm-hmm. if she is the only person I see when I go home, she is the only person that I see when I go. Home. I see her every time I go home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that is my my bestie for life you know mm-hmm. what I'm um we it, we just lived across the hall from each other in our apartment building that's how we became mm-hmm. friends you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying and even after I moved because I move more often than a lot of my friends a lot of my friends their parents own homes and so they grew up in those same homes I moved all of, like a couple every few years within the same city within Chicago we would move every couple years and I would always have just maybe one friend and a majority of my friends were at school. Cause those were the people I saw every day. But even mm-hmm. after I moved from this apartment building, her and I remain friends. She is the friend. Like I could tell my mama, I'm going to stay at Sade house and it'd be cool. I mean, I could stay at any of my friends house, but it would, yeah. of, I need to talk to her mama, you know, all of yeah. like I could go stay at Sade house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My daddy go drop me off at Sade house or when I start driving, you know, I could just drive to Sade and go get Sade. You know what I'm saying? Sade would stay mm-hmm. in my house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I rarely ever talk to her, talk about her, but she is definitely one of my best friends. I would never um, not be her friend. Like, her and I have never had an argument. Just like mm-hmm. me and Lala have never had an argument. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We may have... I don't go too often without talking to Lala because she don't really allow it. But <laughs> <laughs> this is a good subsection to jump to because I'm curious to see your your opinion on like when there's levels before you cut a friendship off. Mm-hmm. And there's levels of like arguments that are normal for friendships to have, or there are levels of like 
the sp- at the point where you take space. So go ahead about Lala. Okay, so Lala, she don't really allow us. I think the most we'll go without speaking is like, it's less than 24 hours. It might what? be like, yeah, it's less than 24 hours. Oh, she ready to get it over with, huh? Because we I am all day. Uh-huh. And, and then when we get uh-huh. home from work, we talk on the way home from work. <laughs> then we still text them sometimes uh-huh. after uh-huh. that. You know what I'm saying? But, um, and I think the only reason we going like close to 24 hours now is because her, her, her dude is here now. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's just like, she got somebody to occupy her time. I'm like, I'm like, okay, you know, she busy. I'm cool with that, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm happy that her and her dude are together now. <laughs> um, Andrea, me and Andrea, we go periods of time without talking, but like whenever we come back together, um, it's a definite like, it's like no time has passed. You know, she's another person. Every time I go home, I see her type deal. Tierra and I have actually just met within the past year, but she is definitely somebody that I'm going to be friends with for forever. Um, I go, we probably go like a day, a day, a day. It might be one day and then it'd be like, girl, what you doing? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like can't let it go too long. What you doing, girl? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. Like I definitely don't talk to all of my friends every day. You yeah, know? sometimes I go weeks, months without talking to them, but it makes for great conversation when we do talk because we got so much to talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can appreciate being able to catch up with my friends, you know, whatever. And I will say having the podcast makes it even better because I have them on the show and I get to talk to them on the show, you know, whatever. So I'm appreciative. But I've over the years, I have come to find out like people, all, even even my boss, he's like, you talk too damn much. <laughs> <laughs> person talk more than me is Coco because she'll talk honey as soon as I see her name pop up on my phone okay let me go find something to do so I could just work around the house while we talking on the phone because it's about to be a journey we about to be on the phone for at least an hour and a half it's not about to be I don't think in the history of our friendship there's ever been and we don't talk on the phone a whole bunch but I know consistently it is not about to be no short conversation. There's no such know. thing. There's no such thing. <laughs> there is no. <laughs> when you say your boss, honey. <laughs> yes, girl. My boss tells me I talk too damn much. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. That's just me. Like, mm-hmm. when I am around people, it's not going to be no silence. We going to talk. Mm-hmm. You know what no. I mean? And it's not going to be small talk either. No, no, it's not going to be small talk either. And so, but when I'm at home, 
And my boss told me, he was like, because I told him, I said, when I go home, I like to just be to myself and chill. Right. You know what I'm saying? He was like, well, I will hope you're not at home talking <clears throat> by yourself. <laughs> well, sometimes, child, you got to do that. Okay. <laughs> now, I will say I'm kind of low-key happy we wear a mask and shit, because sometimes I be talking to myself and like, when I go grocery shopping and stuff, be like... Oh, I need X, Y, Z. And they can't see my mouth. Yes. It's like, well, who's she talking to? <laughs> Literally all the time, my coworker, he'll turn to me and be like, are you talking to me? I'll be like, no, child. I'm just talking to myself, having a little meeting. <laughs> One of my friends, Kevin, I have to have Kevin on the show. But I remember when we worked together at our first base, he did not mm-hmm. want to be my friend. And a lot of people <laughs> when I first came in the military did not want to be my friend. What? Just forced them to be my friend. And so we sat next to each other. Our cubicles were right next to each other. And he said whenever he used to hear my chair roll back, he used to be like, oh, and so- <laughs> No, huh? <laughs> he used to be like, "What the fuck she want?" Like, um, but he used to. It, I had to grow on him. Yeah, you know uh-huh. and now I just Kevin, me and Kevin just love each other. But even Todd, like Todd, when I first met Todd, Todd was like, "Oh, she talks uh- damn much." <laughs> And it's the same thing with me and him. When me and him get on the phone, we both just know this not about to be no 10, no. 15 minute conversation. This is going to be an hour and a half, two hour conversation. Absolutely. You know I mean? And, um, you know, it's just, when I mean, when I'm to myself, I am to myself. Mm-hmm. But when I talk, I talk. Like you are a great brunch friend. You're a great, like, if I got to clean up the house, I don't want to listen to YouTube or music. Let me call, just have a conversation while we on the phone. Like you are the talker friend and, and you definitely have me be, I don't even think I could classify myself as a, 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 a talker. If I'm talking to Coco, because <laughs> I'd be like, damn, do I really talk a lot? I can't. Do people feel like this when they talking to me? <laughs> do they be like, okay, wrap it up. But I want but I love know. talking to you. I want y'all to know I do get tired of talking. Like today is gonna be a day full of talk because I'm talking to Ty now. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to brunch in a little bit. So I'm gonna talk at brunch. And then I am recording <laughs> for another podcast later on. And I kid you not, when I get done with that podcast, because whenever I get done with that podcast, mute. I- be like I'm tired I'm tired of talking <laughs> no dead ass there be there be some times where you just talk so much and literally it could be like right after you finish the sentence you like you do not want to say another word like you're just completely like <sighs> I'm sorry so like we'll have we'll have meetings at work with like important people mm-hmm. and you know, my troops are always like, oh, you spoke so well, you know, whatever. I said, child, if there's anything I know how to do, I know how to talk now. Yes, yes, yes. I may I not know that. what I'm talking about, but I'm going to bring some value to the conversation. Yes, get that stance. Well, I 
think if we reevaluate this situation, we could definitely, yes, you got to know how to talk. You got to yeah. know how to use your words. Honey. Yeah. Like some of the mm-hmm. ideas that you guys came up with were really great. I am <laughs> going to use some of those. You know, I want to shout out this person. He's done really well. He created mm-hmm. this and I'm super proud of my team. Like, Not super, super, super <laughs> proud. <laughs> when you told me like you're making a podcast i was like oh yeah this is for her this is it this is it this is the one (laughs) this is it this if if she don't do nothing else she better make this podcast I appreciate you, as always, for coming on the show, talking mm-hmm. about the squad up. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, we definitely, Tyson is definitely going to be a reoccurring guest, guys. So, yes! And next time she comes on the show, she's mm-hmm. going to have something for you guys to watch on YouTube. If you guys have yes. not already checked into her YouTube Tell them where they can find you on YouTube, your social handle. Mm-hmm. No? Okay. So if you would like to watch any of my current YouTube videos that I have out, all you got to do is search Ty's Universe, that's T-Y-S Universe, and you'll be able to find four really great videos. <laughs> <laughs> but I promise there will be more. You can also follow me on IG at Ty's dot universe t-y-s dot universe and i'm also gonna like start uploading instagram content and then the full videos will go to youtube so that's like my plan right now is i'm gonna start doing mini videos for instagram and then the full videos will go to youtube but i just gotta think it all through and i'm gonna film multiple videos edit them all and then i'm gonna start redropping and then stay consistent from there so with that being said Go and um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Turn on your notifications. And once you see that notification from me, be ready. Follow me on IG. I'll post an alert on there as well. You'll get to see a little bit more of my personality as well. And just God bless you all. Okay. (laughs) All right, guys. This has been another episode of Kikan with Coco. As always, you guys can reach out to me on Instagram, Twitter, and I have a Facebook page, Kikian with Coco. You can email me at kikianwithcocopie at gmail.com. And you can also go onto my website, get links to my podcast episodes, read a little bit more about me at kikianwithcocopodcast.com. And also whatever ads that I am running on the show at the time, I will run on my website as well so that you guys can refer to that. And I also list my promo codes on my Instagram. So go ahead, follow your girl at kikianwithcoco. And that's it. So bye. Bye.